Welcome to Disarming Persuasion, the podcast for sales and business leadership professionals. My name is Dave Rosenberg, and I am the founder and principal at Locked On Leadership, a consulting firm with a mission to replace Thank God It's Friday with Thank God It's Monday. And I'm Ann Bonney, redhead impersonator and an expert in change management and leadership that people want to follow. Okay, Ann. What are we going to talk about today? Let's talk about this new thing that's on the market right now that everybody's all buzzing about. Let's talk about chat GPT and using AI for your writing. All right. Hold on a second. Let me log on here and ask it for some information and how to respond to that because I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, maybe it'll be funnier than you. That's not very hard. (laughs) Self-awareness is the first step, Dave. Everyone says you're the funny one. It's like it's like you're the Jerry Lewis to my Dean Martin, which may not actually be. Make you the good-looking one, so that's not so bad. And and actually, from all accounts, off camera, makes me the non-asshole one. Oh dear. Yeah, and I don't mean I don't mean to imply that about you at all, but maybe I'm busting your chops too much, and they feel bad for you. (laughs) Yeah, who knows? But you know, there's a lot you hear. Uh, Elon Musk and a bunch of other these high tech gurus are saying this is bad. We need to slow the roll on this. It's going to take over the world. Uh, I, I have an opinion on that. I'm curious what yours are. And, and folks, we haven't discussed this at all, so you're going to hear it for the first time, just like I am. We have no idea what's about to happen. Well, and and I don't, I don't have enough knowledge of the possibility of AI and what it could end up as and and it does make me know i've heard a bunch of really smart people ford Sachs is another one who said this is going to be a massive disruptor um and they're smarter than me in a lot of areas so i'm like "Uh uh-oh well i'll just watch and see but from my point of view you know i think a lot of people in our industry are using it and and of course as you think about persuasion you think about sales you think about leadership you think about um building brands using chat gpt as a resource to write some of your copy can be really good. And I think it's really, really important to be thinking about putting your own voice into things. So using it as a starting point rather than as an end product. And I think a lot of people are pounding out a lot of stuff because they're not even looking at it. And I think that's going to become obvious or people's own voices coming through is going to be what stands out. You know, I'm so glad to hear you say this. I, I really am. Um, so I've been playing with it a lot. I've been using it to generate content. Nothing I've published because every time I generate content, I look at it and I go, there is no personality to this whatsoever. Right. None. And I have tried playing with, okay, I, I, for example, I gave it a link to a public copy of my book, a digital copy for it to consume and then say, you know, Tell me about this writing style and I'll answer this question using this writing style. And it doesn't sound anything like me. And I think this is what's driving my 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 perspective on this. You hear, you know, oh, it's past the bar, it's past the MCATs, you know, it can it can um diagnose better than doctors now. And all of that may be true. That doesn't mean it's going to take over the world because at the end of the day, and this goes back to the time of Coco Pelli first wandering the Western Plains selling his seeds. People do business with people. More importantly, they do business with people they like and trust, which are actually trust and like because you can't like somebody you don't trust. Um, Mm -hmm. And so 
AI will never have that. AI can never be empathetic. It's never going to understand the emotions, what we're going through, our stresses. And that's what makes us connect with people. So I think it will be a disruptor. It is a disruptor. And I think like all disruptors, it's it's a double-edged ax that has will be used for both good and for bad. For the most part, it is going to make us a lot more efficient. And at the same time, it's going to afford a ton more opportunities, but it will not replace people in commerce. Right. And when we talk about, you know, improvement and learning and improving ourselves, um, I think that it's a it's going to be a crutch as people are using it and they can't start to generate this stuff on their own. I think that's it's not good for your brain. You know, I'm always about exercising my brain so it keeps working. Um, yeah, I don't think it's it's good for humans. Well, again, I don't, I don't think. And this maybe we could disagree. Is there an opportunity for abuse? that will be bad for humans? Absolutely. There's an op, but you know, um, aspirin was invented, I think in the fifties, if memory serves me. Okay. And aspirin is a wonderful drug, right? It has very, very few, if any side effects, it, when you have a fever or you're hurting from something, right? It, it, the analgesic effect is really powerful. And it can also be abused and people have had their stomachs rotten out because they've used too much of it. Right? Mm-hmm, there sure. is not a tool out there that can't be used. And it's simply that it's a tool. It has no moral component to it. It's how do we use it? And mm-hmm. the important word in that sentence is we humans, and we're the ones who are going to make either use it or abuse it. So I, I think to ascribe, you know, it as a bad or good, uh, you know, to judge it that way is, is, doing everything a disservice. But I think it I think it can help us um, improve tremendously, both in leadership as, and persuasion by giving more information, evaluating information and giving us more information at our fingertips so we can make better decisions. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and create better content, create, you know, and I literally just wrote myself a note, like, because I was struggling through getting started on writing a blast email today. And I was like, all right, well, why don't I plug it into chat GPT and then go from there. And so it could make me a lot more efficient, even though I'm always going to be looking through it, giving it my little, little spunky spin and, uh, and trying to make it my own. So I love the irony of that because I actually did that Saturday. Oh yeah. And that's sort of what prompted this for me because I read the answer. I'm like, Oh, this is garbage. And then I thought to myself, and it wasn't garbage, right? The information that it gave was solid information. It was just soulless information. Mm -hmm. Right. And in fact, if I go back to last week's podcast, we talked about giving feedback. One of the items that was in that article that we didn't talk about in the podcast was you don't give people a story. In other words, when you're giving feedback about something that goes wrong, you don't connect it with a story. I don't think chat GPT can do it. Oh, it can connect it to stories, but they're, 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 they're third-party stories. Like in the speaking business, it's the starfish story again. Somebody telling a starfish story again. And for those of you who don't know, there's a apocryphal... <laughs> And showing me a tattoo of a starfish on her forearm. There's an apocryphal story of a boy walking down the beach and throwing a starfish, bunch of starfish on the beach. He keeps throwing one one into the into the ocean back, and somebody says, "You know, you're never going to get them all." He says, "It's something effective, yes, but that one I you're get, never going to make a difference." A difference, right? Well, it does to the one I do, and it, like the joke in the speaking industry is that you know every speaker tells that story and it's not their own, right? And 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 um. That's sort of chat GPT. It could tell stories, but they're not its own stories. 
Right. Whereas, you know, when Ann gets on stage and talks about what she did at Under Armour, it's what she did at Under Armour. Yeah. Talk about going to morale building tours in Iraq for the troops. You know, I mean, that's, I can tell that with heart and soul the way nobody else can. Yeah. I can't tell that story. I never did that. Right. Right. I have my own stories to tell. They're nowhere near as fun or as interesting as Ann. Hire Ann, don't hire me. Um, they're right, but but they're they're not mine. And I tell my stories. Chat GPT will never do that. Chat GPT and, and to my point, I guess, and I know I'm probably going on a little long in this segment, is that if Chat GPT is the boss and they call somebody in who's underperforming because there's still a job that humans have to do, they're not going to be able to connect with them. Right. Right. And that human element is always going to be necessary, I think, in human interaction. It, well, people do business with people. And so I think companies that overly rely on that are going to find themselves um, commoditizing whatever it is they do. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens, because, again, the people that are saying that it's a, you know, going to be a problem are really smart people. So I'm like, huh, well, there's probably something I don't know, but we'll see. They are really smart people. But what I wonder is because I think about their position of where they are, which is running really large companies that are tech companies, which mm -hmm. means they're overly reliant on technology to begin with, is do they truly appreciate the importance of human interaction? And, you know, you think about... Um, global corporations and they really do become soulless after a while when you have big clothing companies that are using child labor in foreign countries to make their clothes which is a total disconnect from their slogan and logo you know right yeah a chat gbt can do that but we already have um sociopathic ceos right Wow, so are we running out of steam here on this topic? I, I, I wish I knew more about it, but uh, but I, I don't. I know, yeah, I know people are excited about it in both good and bad ways, but it'll yeah. be interesting. I mean, the other issue on it, I think, is, you know, right now it's a language model, but it's not true. It's not a true AI, meaning it doesn't, it can't really assimilate all the information out there. It can't, you know, it doesn't truly think yet. Um you know, in fact, an interesting thing, folks, if you want to get on chat, GBT, give it some information about yourself. And by that, I mean, say, you know, um, say, say, write a bio on fill in your name, born in this location on this state, you know, even point it to your LinkedIn and watch how accurate it is or is not. Because, you know, it. I did that and it came back and said some things about me. I'm like, wow, I, I didn't know I was a sergeant in the army. I didn't know I had a master's degree. My mom would be so proud. Oh, congratulations, Dave. Thank you. I just need to right away get that diploma. I lost mine. Um, yeah. So, so it's not there yet either. And that's part of it. I think people are projecting ahead, you know, and we don't really know what it's going to, how it's going to evolve. Well, and I think to your point, what you just said was it's not there yet. I think everybody who's worried about it is saying, yeah, it's not there now, but here we go. So it will definitely be an interesting. And, and will it, you know, will it be too late once it gets there? I think that's part of it. And and, and there's probably some validity to that. So yeah. 
I'm sure it could have done a better job with this particular episode of podcast had we asked it to. <laughs> well, maybe you plug that in after. And then the last 10 minutes of the episode could be ChatGPT's version of it. Yeah, if it <laughs> had a voice. Then it says good things about itself. It's not stupid. Yeah. Well, no. I guess stupid capacity to learn. So, no, it's not stupid. The, <laughs> the argument I see is it, it, it may be intelligent, but not wise. Uh Ah, the wisdom. Yeah. So. Well, on that note. <laughs> we'll make this a brief one since we're running out of steam, folks. Um, but don't don't use this to judge the rest of the podcast. Go listen to another one. It's probably a lot better. And go play with ChatGPT. See what you think and form your own opinions and let us know. Yeah, we'd love to hear from it. Otherwise, we'll hear you again next week. See you next week. That concludes another episode of Disarming Persuasion. This is Dave Rosenberg, and you can find my website at LockedOnLeadership.com. And this is Ann Bonney at YourChangeSpeaker.com. Remember, if they fail to make a decision, you failed to disarm them. Yeah.